0: Rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K R I S A N N E H A L L dot com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband, JC Hall. Howdy. You still need that soundboard, dude, where you get like, yeah, clapping and all that stuff. So, because of the holidays, JC and Chris have a number of outside obligations that keep us busy in the evening. So, we're just doing a a sort of um, what do they call that? A, a rush early show, show, early, short show. early show, short show tonight. So, uh, I I just I have a couple things. Well, we didn't want
1: to leave you lonely.
0: Oh, yeah. oh and I have some things that are just burning, and I'm just been you know this may not be a good day for me to have sure is. a show. I'm just I have. I have walked through my day with this irritated ugh, spirit ever since I saw this stupid report on, on the New York Times about the impeachment hearings today. And I'm just, boom. Well, it actually, if, if I can- Was it a
1: stupid report or a good report on stupid people? Uh,
0: what? <laughs> what? I, you know, no, 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 the no it's the stupid? New York Times, they're stupid, or, or the and subjects. it was a report on stupid people, okay? Yes, but it actually started yesterday, JC. Are you familiar with uh, a hack on Twitter by the name of Tribe Law?
1: I am not. I, I think, maybe I've come across that, but I can't say too familiar.
0: So Tribe Law is actually a guy named Lawrence Tribe, who's a Harvard Law professor And he gets up on Twitter and just spews his, how can you have a brain that costs that much money and be (laughs) that freaking stupid?
1: Because you spent that money at Haven.
0: I know, right? Seriously. So yesterday, okay, so if you're following me on Twitter, you already know this. Yesterday, Lawrence Tribe tweets out this. Are you ready? I don't maybe I just have a short fuse over this whole thing. You know why I have a short fuse over this whole thing? Cuz they're lawyers. No, I have a short fuse over this whole thing because I am being bombarded constantly with this impeachment thing. And it, to be frankly frank with you, it's not the impeachment that really irritates me. It's the fact that you have all these constitutional Nitwits. political prostitutes. Mhm. Constantly, I'm talking about representatives, I'm talking about legal hacks, I'm talking about these people in the mainstream media constantly battering my brain and my conscience with the word constitution and constitutional and they couldn't find the constitution with a map. If they had a stinking guide, they wouldn't be able to find their way to the impeachment clause and with a dictionary couldn't understand the words in it. And so I'm constantly being beat in the head with these words. Oh, what? ah, Nancy Pelosi, we, we have a duty to uphold the Constitution. And I'm like, when in, the, when in the last 40 years of your life, Nancy Pelosi, have you ever done anything that was constitutional? It's just, I don't even, I simply, I simply don't have the words to, to describe the angst in my heart. And I think it's probably very good that I'm not in D.C. anymore. Hey, listen up, S- uh, Secret Service. Because if I was in D.C. right now and Nancy Pelosi walked in front of me, I might want to kick her. Easy in the-
1: terms of service.
0: Terms of service. Whatever. I just, mm, boy, this stuff makes me so mad. So anyway, I'm all ready <laughs> here, right? And then Lawrence Tribe comes on Twitter and he says, "Are you ready for this?" I'm sure you know what's wrong with this. And, and maybe, it has to be because I'm up here, because Tribe puts out stupid stuff all the time and it doesn't, it doesn't trigger me. I'm being triggered, JC.
1: Whoa.
0: I'm being triggered. I just realized <laughs> I'm being triggered. Right. I'm triggered. Okay, anyway, what happens, this is what Tribe Law says, what happens if McConnell never agrees to a real trial with witnesses and documents and Schumer doesn't cave? then Trump will have been found guilty by the House of conduct grossly incompatible with self-governance and the rule of law with no exoneration. He won't love that. Okay, um, uh, here's my tweet. I'll give you a little clue. Here's my tweet. And this is what happens when people spend too much money on education. Ha- the House doesn't find guilt or innocence and a real scholar would know that unless the goal is to deceive those who don't know any better right Amen. the house does not find guilt or innocence and then when you read what he says
1: in the in the sense of uh, making an
0: adjudication making an adjudication right. no they the purpose of look we've talked about this the purpose of the house is to be the prosecutor that draws up the indictment mm-hmm. okay the indictment does not find guilt or innocence the indictment Sends forward a premise, of violation of the law, which, by the way, old tribe law here shows his hand, right, because he would be found guilty of the conduct of grossly incompatible with self-governance and the rule of law. Can somebody point me to a stinking statute? <laughs> what, what, is
1: what, 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 what is that? What is that crime exactly? What is
0: that crime exactly? Grossly incompatible with self governance and the rule of law. Because, you know, I went to law school, crazy me. I was a prosecutor for a decade, never ran across that portion of the law. And by the way, JC, not to continue this rant and like run over you today, but let me just tell you <laughs> All what. Good. Let me just tell you what. If grossly incompatible with self-governance and the rule of law is the standard for impeachment, there is no one left in Washington, D.C. to govern, at which point we should all shout a huge huzzah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Build bigger jails. As
0: we build bigger (laughs) jails and put people in in jail for being grossly incompatible with self governance. What's, What's grossly incompatible with self governance? The EPA, the FDA, the USDA the ATF, the FBI, the uh, I don't know the, the Department of Education, Health and Human Services I, you can go on a list of 125 executive agencies, their agents and the con- congressmen that created their acts and they're grossly incompatible with self-governance.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can picture it hey man, what you in for uh, I was found grossly incompatible with self-governance. Oh man! I just robbed a liquor store. That's crazy.
0: But let me let me read something to you. Let me. This is another Tribe Law post. Okay, so apparently he's really, really, um, you know, his his leg is tingling over a a New York Times op ed uh, about some Republicans who hate Trump. Oh, the
1: right? Link, the Lincoln Pack. The girl.
0: Lincoln Pack, <laughs> right? So. We are Republicans, and we want Trump defeated. And so Tribe Law, the hack that he is, gets his tingling down his leg because you know he's he he's he's a liberal socialist, right? And I mean that he's a liberal socialist, Mm -hmm. which is a socialist of the socialist order, right? And so he says he says this. Tell me, Tribe Law doesn't listen. Here's what he says: an important effort putting principle above party. Mm -hmm. and personal and above personal loyalty. Mm -hmm. Okay, so am I arrogant to think that maybe this dude is getting some of our feed here? I don't know. How many other people have you heard use those terms, principle over party? The motto of your show? The motto of the show, liberty over security, principle over party, truth over personality. He named two of them. Of course he's not going to do liberty over security cuz that's way too fringe for him. So but. this
1: this is the group th- this is the group uh,
0: The Lincoln what, Pack. Oh
1: yeah yeah, the Lincoln Pack of saying about opposing tyranny uh, what, what did they say? I have no idea. I forget their wording. But Man, I mean, I'm but just like too they they could they could have been describing Lincoln's tenure Right, yeah. I mean that's yeah, yeah. that's the irony of it, you know. So you call it the Lincoln follow, following the rule of law. I forget what they're called, but they called it some Lincoln Lincoln something. It was like Lincoln was part of the name. So you got Lincoln, who, I mean, shut down newspapers, arrested newspaper publishers. I mean, we'd go on and on, and you can't hardly tell the truth about Lincoln without being attacked as a rape as a racist. Mm-hmm. You right, know, right? Right. Um, which, by the way, oh, Li- Lincoln Lincoln himself saying. Uh, the black race is inferior to the white race in his first inaugural address. Oh my goodness, um, his debates
0: it, with Douglas. Yeah. I mean, he's an all-out white supremacist.
1: Even after the slaves were declared free, he's trying to ship them, right, essentially a, a ethnic cleansing yeah, of the United States, it, shipping them to Central I mean, America, Latin America, Haiti.
0: Lincoln had an all-out <laughs> plan to ethnically cleanse America from all the slaves. Right. You know, he tried. We we've told not this, saying
1: murdering them all, shipping them all out, shipping them all. So
0: we've told this story before because we served in Haiti as missionaries mm-hmm. on the island of Ilavash. and the island of Île Vache has population of former American slaves because Lincoln yeah, promised. Lincoln promised to send uh, to pay Bernard Koch mm-hmm. money fifty dollars a head. So Lincoln promises Bernard Koch, who is a shipman, he owns a shipping industry, mm-hmm. and offers to pay Bernard Koch $50 a head for every slave, former slave, that he takes from America to Haiti.
1: To his sh- sugar he, plantation. To
0: his sugar plantation on El Th- This is Lincoln's plan. He's published this. He's made this promise. So Bernard Cook roads up his ship. With, with freed slaves, because remember the whole Emancipation Proclamation thing, puts them on the ship. Well, here's the thing. Lincoln did not have the authority to make this kind of deal.
1: To, to sell to, people?
0: To sell people <laughs> and to promise to pay shipmen to get rid of people, by the way, who were citizens now that they're free, yep. Right. Right. Citizens now that they're free, they're being shipped out. And don't tell me the 4th and 14th Amendment wasn't ratified yet. That's irrelevant. When slaves prior to the 14th Amendment, when slaves were freed, they automatically became citizens. Do your history. You should know better. And so anyway, the the secretary of war sends Bernard Cook Information. I'm sorry, Lincoln didn't have the authority to promise you this money, so we're not paying you. So the so the U.S. reneges on Co- on a Lincoln's deal, mm-hmm. and and virtually starves people to death. Yeah. because Cook was relying on this money to to colonize with these people.
1: Yeah, colonize Haiti.
0: And then, or at
1: least Ilavash, the southern it, the portion southern of Haiti, portion Haiti, it, the island is Ilavash, is yes. where they. Yes. Took me down. So,
0: and so when Lincoln gets wind,
1: those are the Lincoln stories you yeah, don't learn. You don't learn in school, elementary so school. So Lincoln,
0: Lincoln gets wind that the Secretary of War has poo-pooed his whole idea, and that doesn't phase Lincoln. He says, "Oh, okay. Well, we'll just ship them all to Texas." Yeah. I mean, that's seriously. Go do your history. That's 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 you know that's so, the mildest so, part about Lincoln. Yeah, if you want to know the real Lincoln, you got to read the Lincoln Douglas debates when Lincoln was running for Senate.
1: The yeah, and that's the funny part about it. You know, the these Republicans. I think it's the Heritage Foundation that was behind it. Which, you know, come on. Uh, so don't
0: talk to me about the Heritage Foundation. We're
1: we're uh, um, you know we're against tyranny, and so we're going to start this group against Trump and name it after a tyrannical president,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> President yeah, yeah. Lincoln.
1: But the, I mean. And then
0: try to talk about liberty. But come and, on. And limited presidency.
1: <laughs> Not, you know, 90% of Americans know nothing about Lincoln. All oh, they yeah. know is the propaganda. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, and, yeah, oh yeah, oh
1: yeah. you know, and, and you, so you say, and they've been totally programmed. So you say one single thing anti-Lincoln, which, which is to say, tell the truth about Lincoln's real history. You are immediately racist, pro-slavery. You know know what
0: I've done, JC? I've just simply put a quote from Lincoln's debate with Douglas up there and said, do you know who makes this racist statement? Would you classify this person as racist, and do you know which famous person made this statement? Is this a
1: racist comment? Yeah,
0: and do you know who it is? So what people do then is they google it yeah right and because go, they want to they want to be like i'm the one that knows the answer and you know they google it right they google yeah. it and then they google it and they're like oh and then you get silence because any <laughs> other time you're like who said this and people are like oh this james Madison, is george, george washington it's thomas jefferson you put that up there crickets because nobody wants to it I, I, you know what it is i think that it's it's cognitive dissonance it, it it's like the the computer does not compute does not compute does not compute they can't yeah. process yeah. that move information. along
1: nothing to see here
0: right 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 my brain can't handle that so what sets after tribe law yesterday and being bombarded by all of this
1: never Trump hysteria
0: no 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 the the adulteration of the use by the prostitutes of the use of the word constitution and constitutional right. I get smacked in the face this morning by this New York Times trash, which I'm curious about the vote, right? Which six hours of debate? Come on, now, people, really, really? Okay, you got a debate? <laughs> like, this like there for is some
1: possibility that? Yeah, sucks. come yeah. on,
0: now we know how it's gonna split. People have already made up their minds. Yeah, let, let's,
1: let's take six and hours you know, and what, pretend like it's not already scripted, right? and predetermined.
0: Exactly. Oh, five hours and 30 minutes after the debate. Duh. Okay. Right. I have an, I yeah. have an epiphany. Ooh, vote to impeach. <laughs> I have a revelation. I'm not going to impeach anymore. Right? What? No. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, I'm, I am I have a sick curiosity on how this is going to work. You know, I mean, you know how it's going to work out, but I want to know where the... I don't know. I guess I don't want to know where yeah.
1: The real Lincoln, yeah, that's excellent. The real
0: Lincoln, excellent
1: book, to right? Oh, what's get,
0: the guy's name? Get some, name? Of, get some D- of the D- truth D- there. Did he D- do something? I forget. He was born before eighteen twelve, so I can't remember his name. So anyway, this New York Times article. De Lorenzo. De Lorenzo, Thomas De Lorenzo. That's right. Yeah. Okay, uh, the real Lincoln. But anyway, it gives these bullet points of what to expect in the next few hours and the next day and the next whatever regarding the impeachment with the house. And I come across this. You know that little emoji, right? Okay. So, I've so if you follow me on Twitter, you already know what I'm talking about cuz I tweeted it as soon as I had it, which was I don't know, it doesn't tell me. Uh, at 10:14 this morning. Can I read this? All right. The House may also vote to empower Ms. Pelosi to name impeachment managers whose identities are likely to become public in the on in the coming days. The managers are House members who act much like prosecutors in the impeachment trial, that is, to follow in the Senate presenting their findings of the House inquiry to their colleagues across the Capitol. What? What? This is Queen Pelosi, right?
1: Inventing a new portion of the Constitution. Okay, so
0: they're just making this crap up as they go along anyway, right? We ought to know this. I mean, the whole impeachment rules, oh, the Democrats get to pick all the witnesses and then we get to see, we get to choose how many uh, Republican witnesses they can have and when we choose how many they can have, then we can also choose not to have them. I mean, that simply was the rule for the impeachment inquiry. The Democrats get all the witnesses they want. The, the chairman will decide which, which, how many witnesses the Republicans have. And when they choose their witnesses, the chairman can decide not to have the witnesses. All right. So, like I said, they're making this stuff up as they go along.
1: Yeah. What, what does the House have to do with the Senate process of impeachment okay. now? It's that, like, wait a minute. Like, that's like... You're the over there in your House.
0: That was the second head explosion. The first head <laughs> explosion is Nancy Pelosi getting to pick okay we're going to empower that word just we're going to empower
1: so, so the rest of the house so we
0: have the house delegating power to Pelosi that the house doesn't even possess okay <laughs> not only that right what kind of government <laughs> yeah, yeah, are yeah. we what is a representative Kangaroo? government uh, <laughs> No, we are an aristocracy. This is an aristocracy. So they're crowning Queen Pelosi. And the rest of us, who actually elected representatives, have absolutely no representation in this action whatsoever. None. Nancy gets to pick. What where is our representative government? What kind this is not this is this is an aristocracy this is you know what I, I don't know maybe i'm because i'm so hopeful all the time right
1: yeah you are that person wait, I wait, wait a minute that
0: that's you i I'm
1: I'm, I'm I'm the cynic what's going I on no
0: because this is just <laughs> this is over the top and nobody's saying anything about it yeah. nobody's talking about you didn't it. have
1: your coffee this morning
0: i did have my coffee this morning oh, okay. and nobody's talking about it okay Nowhere is anybody talking about how absurd it is that Nancy Pelosi gets to pick these, what what did they call them? These
1: impeachment
0: managers. managers. Okay, right? So problem number one, Nancy Pelosi, in a constitutional republic where people are supposed to have equal representation, if there is such an entity as an impeachment manager, there should be a House vote. Right. There should be a House vote so that it's equal representation for everyone represented in the House. But instead, we have House members voting to empower. Tell me how that works, J.C., Is it just the Democrats, because they're the majority in the House, that are going to vote to empower Nancy Pelosi? Or will the whole House hold a vote to empower Nancy Pelosi? Will it be a two-thirds vote? Will it be a simple majority vote? Will it be just the vote of the people present? Is the vote silent? Does it have to be recorded? This is so far outside the rule of law. They're just making this up, this stuff up as they go.
1: Yeah, what is the Article Section clause where we find impeachment managers.
0: managers? Right. What, so what, that's what is that? Right. So the fact that Nancy gets empowered, right? Okay. Look, you guys out in the chat room, you guys that are listening, leave your comments. Does anybody else find that morally offensive? This empowerment. The word, I mean, the, it's, the word empower is very telling in and of right. itself. It's very descriptive what's happening. Anybody else here, morally, to your core of your soul, offended by that? I mean, I, here's my mind. I'm just thinking Mercy Otis Warren hearing this, right? I'm thinking Samuel, Samuel Adams. Samuel Adams would be ranting more than I would. Sure. Mercy would be too. Mercy's the one that coined the words political prostitute, right? Right. So when I talk about political prostitutes,
1: she stands.
0: Uh, everybody's like, oh, Chrisanne, that's great. Great. I'm going to take that. I'm like, I already took it so you can have it. Political prostitutes. Are you morally offended to your core that the House is going to vote to empower Nancy Pelosi, Queen? Then on top of that, the impeachment managers, <laughs> right, who are going to then present. Now, it says, is that like, is the that like prosecutor.
1: The, the guy that's in charge of, uh, uh, what wh- wh- what do you call those, McMuffins at McDonald's? Is man, that kind of manager?
0: W- I think it would be the... The, the,
1: the biscuit the, watcher? The biscuit
0: manager. Well, the impeachment manager would be the one who who uh, uh, manages the peaches?
1: Im- impeachment Yeah.
0: Manager. Did you catch that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was trying, still trying to figure out what... Because it said... Act like a prosecutor. Yeah, yeah. What, manager, prosecutor? Presenting
0: the uh, findings of the House inquiry to their colleagues across the Capitol. Okay, so did the senators get to insert themselves into the House process? Well, there's
1: a great question. No. Right.
0: So why does the House get to insert themselves into the Senate process? You see, this is this is this new mentality of the House of Representatives under the leadership of Nancy Pelosi. This woman believes she's queen. Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to be president. She doesn't think she doesn't need to be president. She thinks she's greater than the president as the speaker of the House. She's already said that. She's traveling around the world making negotiations Trump Trump pulls us out of the Paris Accord. She travels and says, no, we're not out because I'm bigger than the president. I mean, seriously, the House majority, the House Speaker is not even in a a constitutionally established office. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is a parliamentarily procedural established office. So this power that she has empowered herself with is completely and totally unconstitutional but you see what happens because she believes that she can can create this power for themselves now the house is going to empower her with more power making her she is queen she actually operates as a queen and so now not only does she believe she's bigger than the president she believes she can insert herself into the senate process which is Head explosion number six hundred seventy five for Chris today. I didn't, and this is why why JC cut me off because he doesn't want the secret service coming <laughs> to the house, and he doesn't want us booted oh, off yeah. of YouTube because we you know we enjoy having these cha- conversations I'm, I'm with good. you. But I'm good.
1: <sighs> <laughs> we want to keep we want to keep the YouTube rolling. That's all. I'm not secret service. That
0: yeah, whatever. That
1: doesn't bother me.
0: I'm already on the list. Whatever. I, I'm, I'm actually shocked every time I get to fly these days. I, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for that S to come up on my boarding pass and, and so I can know that I'm, I've got some kind of hold on me or something.
1: I, I, but, st- I still <laughs> think, again, you know, they're, they're digging their own grave. So, you know, show who they really are.
0: Dear Jesus in heaven, <laughs> I am praying to you today in all of sincerity with the greatest expectation... Let the workers of iniquity come to light. Please, you said, God, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I am angry with, I believe, is a righteous, righteous indignation. indignation. I, by every word in the Bible, as in a righteous indignation, deserve vindication. Our Constitution is in, is, is requires vindication and i'm praying that god bring a swift and complete judgment in this in whatever his wisdom entails
1: oh one per so one person is a lincoln fan that's fine dale no problem bro we we understand it's yeah. it's it's you know it's one of those things contentious o- history and- <laughs>
0: yeah it is but whatever. um you know
1: but it's interesting i mean you know just uh if you go look at his own writings, like the speeches and things, I mean, that's, it's very telling. But, um, yeah, so Dale, but you know, it's a little di- different theories on the thing. Go
0: read Lincoln's first inaugural address. You'll have to hunt it down because it's conspicuously left out of all of the historical documents. Yeah. We were actually in the Lincoln Memorial, and it had, in the Lincoln Memorial they were selling a book of the inaugural addresses of the presidents of the United States. And it left out Lincoln's first inaugural address Mm -hmm. because it was Lincoln's, I'm not going to interfere with slavery in the country. Lincoln actually says for the federal government to interfere in slavery to end slavery would be a crime of the highest degree. Those are his words. And so go look at Lincoln's first inaugural address and go look at the Lincoln-Douglas debates. And you can see Lincoln say, um, I believe that there's a supremacy of the races, that the white race is supreme. He says, I think that they should be free, but we are supreme. He even makes the joke, and just because I think they're free doesn't mean that I think we should be marrying them. Right? And he says, I never proposed that they should have equal right in citizenships. They should never be allowed to vote.
1: So, so it, you know, it's, so it's clearly that this, this would not be uh, somebody who's a hero today to no. certainly in the black community no. wouldn't hold up somebody who said that. I no. mean, people no. people who say no. stuff not even close to that are yeah. labeled white supremacists. I mean, that's that's pretty much straightforward white supremacists. Yeah. I mean, th- well, you know, and, 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 and that's
0: then, that's that's not even mentioning the fact that that Lincoln denied habeas corpus. And yeah, I mean, yeah, all yeah. of the sure. overrode the Constitution and all of those things. But, you know, that's.
1: Come on now. Yeah, the whole my well, blood
0: pressure's already up today.
1: Yeah, there's so. a lot to that conversation. I mean, you have the right, you know, the righteous war to end slavery. But
0: there was two wars.
1: Which is yeah, which is ended up, in my view, being cover for other other things that were not righteous, that were not straightforward. But uh, you know, now now some <clears throat> some look at the progression of Lincoln. I mean, this this is a this is some people's theory or idea, right, I, I, I right, don't know right. if We've it's so or not, tell us that,
0: that
1: you know, that, that was sort of Lincoln, who Lincoln was in the <clears> beginning. <throat> and then because of his interaction with Frederick Sorry. Douglas and, you know, there was a evolution of Lincoln, uh, where he, he changed his position and, and became abolitionist minded and, and that sort of thing. I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to ferret that out from, from this point in history, but as we look at, um, to me, when you look at the totality of it, or definitely those isolated for, events, I, I don't know how you can defend that.
0: Well, for me, what, what do you have?
1: What, what sort of explanation do you have for a person saying the white race or the uh, black, what do you say, the African Africans are uh, inferior to the white race? Right. Well, I- I'm not sure what exactly. How about- how do you exactly defend that?
0: How about the premise of the transition through the Emancipation Proclamation and then no. post Emancipation Proclamation, Lincoln's still trying to cleanse the the country yeah, of slaves?
1: Very true. That's after, that's after that's after the whole Frederick Douglass Frederick interaction, Douglas. all that. So He's yeah, that's to ship them off. right. That's why I say when you take the totality of it, to me, and, and I'm not this. Is not a hill I'm gonna die. I'm not like emotionally connected to this. Anyway, this whatsoever is not, oh, it is, it is what it is. Let me tell you what Who Nancy cares?
0: Pelosi ticks me off more than that because yeah. Nancy Pelosi is 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 in my is is right now. Yeah,
1: Lincoln's dead and gone. Putting Who cares? Liberty I, you in can't do anything about it. We
0: could have recovered from that. Yeah, we could have. Uh, I, mind you, we altered the way we taught our Constitution since 1833 before Lincoln. See, here's the thing, most people don't realize, if we had not altered the way we were teaching the Constitution in 1833, if we had not changed the way we were teaching in our law schools, creating our lawyers and judges, if we had not uh, changed from St. George Tucker to the federal supremacist Joseph Story, there would have been no place for Lincoln. Yeah. There would have been no place for Lincoln. Our educational system from 1833 made the place for this, and somebody would say, "Well, that's good because you know we uh, we got rid of slavery." No, you need to learn your history about slavery. What was it like? Less than two percent of the population actually owned slaves at the time of our of our Civil War, and that there the people who were owning slaves within the states were actually being. Um, uh, I don't know, c- how want to say, defeated by their own people in their own states.
1: You start walking down that road. this won't be a short show.
0: Yeah, it won't be a short show. but anyway, but,
1: but you know, the thing is, it's like
0: my I, my concern is what is Nancy Pelosi? What yeah. are our what are our Congressmen doing today? Why isn't there a single Republican? Hello. Yeah. Why isn't there a single Republican standing from the rooftops? with bullhorns, if the media won't hear them, talking about the atrocity of empowering Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. I, I guarantee it's because, well, the Republicans did it before. You know, I just, it's this
1: Well, you power. know, both parties are after the same. Thank you. You know, it's all about power and holding power. So that's why Republicans let the Democrats slide on stuff and, you know, they, they don't fight back. And the Democrats know that the Republicans are weak and wimpy, and so they—it doesn't matter to them. They come after they—they'll come after Republicans no matter what. But the Republicans—they let the stuff slide because they want the same kind of tyrannical power when it's when it's their turn. That—that's why you know you have Heritage Foundation and and those you know never Trumpers come so hard at this president right. because he does—he doesn't just go along. He, he comes at them, he calls them out, and they're like, whoa, you're not supposed to do that because you're highlighting, you know, what's wrong, and then we won't be able to do it when it's our turn. So, you know, they got to they take him out, take him down.
0: Well, maybe, JC, put up the LFU uh, ad there. We'll tell people, look, if you want to know more in-depth about this thing, there's several classes at Liberty First University. May I recommend uh, Slavery and the American Founders? It's a course that JC and I teach together. May I also recommend uh, how, how the Constitution ended slavery? Well, I think that's the Slavery and the American Founders. I can also recommend JC's class, More Than Victims, America's Hidden Black History, to dispute that That The the propagation of the lie that the federal government freed the slaves. See, that's the whole purpose of of glorifying the Emancipation Proclamation. Because when you glorify the Emancipation Proclamation, which, by the way, legally freed no one, Mm -hmm. then you can teach people for generations that the only reason they're free is because the federal government said so. Sure. So then, you know, you just, you further... Uh, substantiate the premise that the federal government is your savior the federal government is your provider the federal government is your protector why do you need God government well, is your God
1: and that's also why you would lionize Lincoln right you right. you make Lincoln a this deified hero mm-hmm. to in order to you know no one no one then can question <laughs> all of the anti-constitutional tyrannical acts that mm-hmm. he took and this is the thing like I don't we had remember the conversation we had at um, uh, Camp Constitution, and the guy was so I mean he was a Lincoln worshipper practically, and you know since then I. I just I decided it's not even conversation like it's not worth an argument cuz the I the fact of the matter is there's so much information about Lincoln that you can easily find like what did he do in Baltimore what did he do with newspapers and media outlets what did he you know what did he do with the railroad I mean what all he do with of stuff
0: habeas corpus. It's, it's, what did he do with the slaves the freed slaves the freedmen who right. who were slaves after the emancipation yeah. proclamation So
1: therefore if if you can say if you can have the stance, I love Lincoln. Okay. You're not probably going to be really able to talk to a person like that because if you, if you are still, that's your opinion with the mountain, of of history now that we yeah. have on Lincoln and what, yeah. what what it really was not just the uh, what's the guy named the Sandberg's novel and or, or a thing and uh, who, who was it William uh, I forget but the two like massive propaganda pieces shortly after Lincoln's death that that built the mythology like if if, if that's what you're still going on and you haven't actually looked at at real documentation of history. You're you're probably not dealing with a person that's gonna receive any truth in the first place. If if you don't know how tyrannical he was, you're kind of clueless. Liberty
0: Cause in the chat rooms uh, reminds us once again. If you want to know where we are, and this is Liberty Cause has been following us for a while now, and, and and knows what what we've been teaching. I'm sure knows on. Uh, with a name i don 't know his her own about the background, I know the study and stuff because we've i 've seen Liberty cause in yeah places. several people so said
1: it in the chat the
0: eighteen thirty three transformation is what now today is why our law schools don't teach the Constitution that's why you can get people at the Heritage Foundation who are lawyers who claim to be conservatives but are complete constitutional ignoramuses because For, do the math, 1833 would be 176 years now. We have uh, 186 years now. We've been teaching federal supremacy. We've been teaching judicial supremacy. All because Joseph Story's book, his fiction book about the Constitution, became the standard of education for our Constitution in our law schools. We don't teach the Constitution in law schools. We teach constitutional law, which teaches that judges and lawyers know more about the Constitution than the men who wrote it, and teaches that uh, we need to not follow the Constitution. We need to learn how to circumvent the Constitution so we can win our arguments. You see, the art of law, which is where you come up with the term attorney, right? Mm -hmm. The art of law is no longer about justice. It's no longer about truth, it's about winning. That's yeah. what it's about. And, and I don't care what the Bar Association's ethics division says, they they you know, they propose. I don't care what your law professor says. I don't care what any law school says. Lawyers are out to win. I was a prosecutor, which is, and for me, the prosecution, prosecution and defense attorneys, right? All right, let me just put it this way prosecutors in a world of their own should be the least uh, concerned with winning. I don't get more money if I win. Right. Right? I don't get more money if I win. I don't get any raises if I win. I don't get any bonus if I win. So, for as a prosecutor, winning ought not be my goal. So, when winning at all costs seeps into our... The realm of our prosecutors, you know that it has saturated the rest of the legal field. And I know for a fact, even in the little rural counties where I prosecuted, uh, what now, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, it was win at all cost. That, that, that was, now there were a term, were prosecutors like me and in the, the smaller communities, there's a greater concentration of prosecutors like me who, who know that these are people's lives and I'm a prosecutor, not a persecutor.
1: Well, because you're connected with a, a lot of those people. people, you know, people who know those people and, right. and you're, you're in the same right. place.
0: And, but here's the it's thing.
1: It's more of a community connection.
0: Exactly. But when it seeps into there, like I saw it happen. Then you know the rest of the communities are saturated. Yeah. Because the last bastion of of true prosecutors will be in the small communities where they know each other, and when it's already affected there, you know. Yeah, I mean, you, the judicial system has 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 gone to to compost anyway. You, you,
1: you said once you shared about how what you uh, what you told. Young prosecutors, when you train them, I don't remember if you said that was something that Jeff, like Jeff, had told you, or or someone had had taught you, or something. I mean, it was you, Tom, you ta- Coleman, Tom, Tom Coleman, actually.
0: Yeah, Tom Coleman. It's that look. Um, these are not numbers. These are not caseloads. These are not uh, affidavits. These are not police reports. This is not the policeman's job. These are lives. These are families. These are mothers. These are fathers. These are children, aunts, uncles, grandmothers, grandfathers. These are people's lives. You are a prosecutor, not a persecutor, and you need to know the difference.
1: And, you know, another one, another one, too, that stands out uh, in, in that experience when you were a prosecutor was the conversation with, um, Gordon Summers, who was a public defender. Public defender. And I, I think you were asking him, um, you know, how, how could, how can you, how can you defend some of these people when knowing, you the know, knowing what you know, and that that's the of thing.
0: violent murderers, how do you defend them? And he said to me, I'm not defending them. I'm defending their rights. Yeah. And that's, you know, there was, there's there been a growth process in my understanding about the Constitution and, and rights. From that I mean, time, for sure. Th- you know, through my prosecution. Yeah. And here's the thing. I, I can tell you that um, I didn't have a firm understanding in the beginning because they don't teach that in law school. Right. We don't get that training that that training of human beings and right, you
1: learn precedent and and statutory law, yes. which which really more often than not is anti-constitution and anti-liberty, against liberty. the constitution,
0: anti-liberty. Yeah. You you teach you you study statutory law, you study precedent, you study that judges and lawyers are the ultimate rulers of the universe, and that you yourself can know nothing as a lawyer unless the judge tells you, or some judge somewhere tells you. Right, and so. Understanding, you know, I am so grateful for the people in my lives, like Joseph Little, my constitutional law professor at University of Florida, um, Tom Coleman, who's yeah. now a judge, uh, Gordon Summers, who who's uh, still a public defender. The man is brilliant. He could do anything he wanted, and he and by the way, he probably doesn't need to work anymore. Right. But he believes, like I do, that people's liberties deserve to be defended, and and I wish we had more people in the public defender's office that were dedicated like that. Most of the time, people just go there as a stepping stone. But and,
1: that's the same perspective but, that our representatives ought to have. That's yes. the same perspective that yes. you know the representatives in the House, the Senate, all these people should have. You know, yes. to to be, to be able to have this. Uh, Really nonpartisan, if you will, non-tribal, objective. Like we're we're not here for a party. We're not here for mm-hmm. a group. We're here for the Constitution. We're here for liberty. That's right. what we're here to stand up for and to protect. And there's so few, if any. I mean, I it's hard to even um, think of a, a name, you know, that that is. Consent. I mean, you, you know, maybe a couple, but my goodness, uh, that perspective is almost unheard of yeah. in political positions.
0: Yeah. Well, we, we promised a short show today, um, so and we've almost went the full length anyway. <laughs> but um, I, I'm, I'm really excited about uh, the holidays coming. This is my favorite time of the year. Chrisanne gets to go in her happy place. Uh, Only the few insiders know, and I guess you guys will know now, my favorite happy place is baking and cooking. And so I do a lot of that this time of the year because we have parties to go to and I have a reason to bake. And JC doesn't have to eat dozens and dozens of cookies all the time and cakes and stuff. And so we get to keep JC's blood sugar down and Chrisanne gets to fulfill her, her need to bake and create. And so I just want to remind you that every year we have a tradition here. Uh, I tell the chris Ann Hall Liberty First Christmas Story in one of our episodes. So that will be coming up. Um, and uh, I'm, I, I promise this year I, I won't tear up, I hope. <laughs> but it's one of my favorite writings that I've done. And I just simply I republish it every year. And uh, we're going to keep on the air as as much as we can. So make sure as the holidays approach that we stay liberty first. We stay diligent to the truth. Principle over party truth, over personality. And take a moment to breathe. Amen. <laughs> don't,
1: don't forget what's really important. Yeah. You know, those, the people around you, the people that... Okay.
0: And You're don't connected forget,
1: to. Don't, don't lose forget, sight of that.
0: Don't forget to go to chrisanhall.com. You still have time. I checked the gear store. Uh, put our gear stuff up there, JC. Uh, at chrisanhall.com, if you go to the shop, if you in order now, you can still get your stuff by Christmas. Uh, but you have two or three days left. You can still get stuff by Christmas if you want to. To spread liberty, my goodness, can you imagine a high school students going to high school with their Got Liberty" T-shirts, with their Christmas addicts T-shirts? Um, you know, I'd like to say gun T-shirts, but you know, I'll let the parents <laughs> decide if they want to step out there. We have leggings, hooding, hoodies, and by the way, those of you in the north, our hoodies are by your demand. Okay, hoodies are by your demand. J.C. also is going to look into baseball caps. We're going to see about that because we had the request for the Got Liberty baseball caps. Yeah, I
1: want one myself.
0: Yeah. All right, everybody. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate your support. Text Impact 2020, one word, Impact 2020 to 33777 and support us. Uh, If you want to wait until after the first of the year, I'm good with that. But don't forget, uh, God bless you guys. Happy belated
1: birthday, Jesus. Happy
0: belated birthday, Jesus. (laughs) Ha <laughs>